episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected is brought to you by Bridgeside Medical Clinic, Chesapeake Integrated Behavioral Healthcare, and Edgar Casey's ARE. Now more than ever, we have an opportunity to be a positive force in the world, to help heal the divide, to treat each other and ourselves with respect. But with so many tools out there, from meditation to physical training, proper nutrition, therapy, and so many others, we all need a little help navigating all the options. Join us as we share in-depth information, insights, and thought-provoking discussions that will help answer your questions about how to stay calm, cool, and connected during these times. Welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected, your guidebook to peace of mind. Hello, and welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected. I'm your host, Dr. Elizabeth Fedrick. Self-sabotage is considered the act of engaging in behaviors that are really not in your best interest and that ultimately lead you further away from your goals. There's many reasons that people self-sabotage, including negative or limiting beliefs about themselves, fear of failure, or even fear of success. And sometimes it's because they just don't know how to behave any differently. Here with us today is Tyson Dirksen, a weight loss coach. Tyson is here to talk with us about some common causes of self-sabotage, as well as ways that you can shift away from these behaviors in order to reach your goals. Hi, Tyson. Welcome. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? So happy to have you. Thank you. Thanks for having me here. So tell us a bit about yourself and the work that you do before we jump into self-sabotage. What, what is the work that you do as a coach? Yeah, so I'm actually a women's fat loss coach, but I focus primarily on weight loss, but an approach that's from the inside out because I truly believe that weight loss happens between here and here, the brain and the heart. And then, you know, food plus exercise, it's secondary. Sure. And so how did you get into this coaching field, like this space? What, what drew you to wanting to do this specifically? Yeah. So, you know, all my, all my life, I've been like this healthy guy in the break room. And, and then also like, I loved fitness. I loved working out, but like, I never knew how to get my body in shape. Like I, I, I was obsessing. Like in 2014, it was like, I just went abs and I'm going to get rid of my love hands. And so I went on that journey and four years later, I hired a coach. He showed me how it transformed my body, but more so it transformed my mind. And, and when that happened, that really, really started everything. Tell me about that. What, what do you think specifically went into, was it the behavior changes? What did you guys focus on that you think really worked to transform your mind? Yeah. So, you know, in that it was very, it was very strategic. Like there wasn't much mindset work at all in what he did with me, but the transformation of my mind really came after as when I like navigated it by myself because I had the recipe and then I just had to go through the experience of it. And then through working with clients, I started to identify, oh my God, like the relationship with food has so much to do with this. How I watched my mother treat food, treat diets, right? She did systems. She did so many things, you know, I'm part of the, you know, the, the low fat, the no sugar, low sugar generation. And then, sure. and, and then, you know, it just kept going. Sure. So when we tie in the self-sabotaging behaviors to this, because we know it is very common, I'm sure in the coaching that you do as well, how would you describe, but let's just start with the basics. How would you describe self-sabotaging? Yeah, well, it really starts with, okay, this dieting, this weight loss is all or nothing mindset, right? Okay. It's, you know what, I'm, I'm going from being bad, supposedly, right? And not right. being any diet to, okay, I'm starting Monday. And on Monday, 
I'm just going to start eating healthy. In fact, I'm feeling so bad and guilty that I'm going to try to do two days and work out a lot. So it's coming from this, like, I've been so bad and now I've got to be really good to total extremes, right? Right, right. And then those two extremes, it's nearly impossible, if not completely impossible to maintain that that new extreme. And so then that's what leads to these behaviors of I can't achieve it anyway. I'm not going to do it. It's too much. It's too hard. And so what, how do you see these behaviors show up for your clients? How do you see them start to self-sabotage? Yeah. So what happens with them is like they'll, you know, get to a certain point and, and you know, because anybody can do anything for, I don't know, 15 days, 30 days. Right. But the sure. behaviors, the old behaviors are going to start coming in like six weeks. Mm-hmm. That's when the turning points start because, and that's why my program six months long, like life happens, bad days, bad weekends and meals happen, but it's how we work through that, that they actually are going to get the shift to break through their own mental plateau, because this isn't so much about losing the physical weight. It's really about losing the mental weight. Right, right. And so to your point, after a few weeks of engaging in a a new behavior, it's really easy to slip back. But when you have a program that's multiple months long, you're there to catch them as they start to slip back into these old behaviors and help them guide them on that new trajectory. 100%. Okay, yeah. So what, what are some benefits that your clients see from that work that you do? So even give us an example of somebody starts to revert back to some of these old behaviors. How do you step in and help them to, to like redirect them back to their new path? Yeah. So first and foremost, we're going to release some guilt and shame because that's what this is about. That's what's keeping them blocked, right? Feeling so bad about themselves. Like, okay, I just had, a, you know, I had a horrible day of people, right? And, and what do they want to do? Oh, well, I threw it all away. F it. Why does it matter? Like it's all this internal dialogue. Like I'm just wasting my time because. I'm going to fail at another diet again. So that's this internal dialogue of berating themselves. But really, I help to show them that, listen, look, you didn't do anything, right? You didn't hurt anything. You didn't mess anything up. You didn't ruin your progress. And so we work through that. We release it. And in a few days, it's literally, it's just like, okay, I'm back at it. Back at it as in, even if they gain some weight, it's gone, right? It's more sense of leadership to feel good about themselves again, because if you don't feel good about yourself, yeah, you're not going to be super motivated to do the thing, to eat healthy. Right. So it's, it's really an internal thing. Right. Absolutely. That's a lot of the work that I do with my clients as well as when they start to slip back. And it, the analogy that I use is, you know, if you were to get a crack on the screen of your phone, you wouldn't then throw it on the ground and shatter it completely. Right. You would try to figure you work around the crack. And so that's similar to what you're describing, it sounds like. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no way that you ruined everything. Right. Right. So tell us, when are there certain patterns when you talk about the mindset? Are there certain mindset patterns or common limiting beliefs that you see most frequently with your clients? Yeah. I, so that, that first one of like truly them thinking they ruin it by having a bad day or, you know, a bad meal. They, they get so hard on themselves that they usually start to slip back into the old habits. Another one is, you know, we live in such an instant gratification world with social media. They think everything happens fast. It doesn't. Change takes time. You know that, right? Right. Um, those, are, those are some of the pieces there that, 
that we have to work through the limiting beliefs. And, and also they failed at so many diets before they don't trust themselves. They don't know if anything's going to work. So how can they trust their gut to think that this is going to be the answer this time? Right. And how do you see that manifest? So when somebody doesn't trust themselves anymore, how does that manifest in their daily behaviors and their interactions, even their, in their relationships with others? Interesting. Yeah. So it's like, well, the thing is, you know, most diets are set up like, oh, we're going to do a 30 day challenge or whatever. And so, you know, you get into it and then you, you can be perfect through maybe day 20. And then when you don't do that, then you're like, holy crap, like I just ruined it. I'm wasting my time. Why do I do this? And it just turns into this, this negative spiral. And, but it's truly, look, there is no stopping and starting. Like who created that? Marketers created that, right? It's like Cyber Monday, New Year's resolutions, Black Friday. It's created. Life doesn't stop and start. It always keeps going. So we shift out of that old paradigm because when you do that, you give yourself some freaking grace. And that's what these people need most because the diet culture, uh, regular culture has gives put so much pressure on us to look a certain way and be a certain way. But when these people can get a new, a fresh set of eyes on themselves, sure. oh, grace and go slower. Oh, then, okay. They can start to release and know that, okay, I'm going to get there. And you know what? They do. Yeah. So it sounds like a couple really big things that you focus on them with your clients are that black and white thinking, that all or nothing, as well as the self-compassion and the grace that sometimes we're not going to be perfect and that's okay, but we just keep going. 100%. I love that. Where can our viewers uh, learn more about you? Do you have a website? Are you on social media? Where can they find you? Yeah, the best place is Instagram. And so it's, you know, at Tyson, T-Y-S-O-N underscore Dirksen, which is my last name, D-E-R-K-S-E-N. There you'll see me. That's where I live and thrive. I'm currently in Costa Rica. So you'll see a lot of my stories um, have to do with that right now. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Tyson. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you, Liz. Thank you. And thank you all for tuning into this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected. Please make sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram, and also make sure to rate and subscribe to our podcast so that others can discover our content as well. Thank you again for joining us in this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected. Have a great day.